deep in the heart. Like Joe Montana in the corner, deep Clark. Garrison Hurst, stiff farm going 99. Don't get it twisted, one and all with prime time. John Taylor, Jerry Rice down the sideline. NDB, greatest owner of all time. Groovy, Walgreens. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another show. Another 49er Faithful UK show, not just any show. Uh, and this one is a bit of a special one. Um, <laughs> I think it's December. We are, we are also suffering a bit of injury. I think it's more injury to the pride, especially to Lee, I think. Uh, but it's just me, Najikura, uh, to talk about the Cardinals. And I'm joined by my good friend, Paul Hope. Thanks for having me, Najik. The last time we did a double act... I think it was a draft show it might on have a been. Saturday morning. It might have. Oh, and yes. We said, we've got nothing to talk about. Yeah. So just a little cheeky uh, plug here, everyone. That show was epic. And I think we talked for about two hours. You know me and Adjie well, <laughs> yeah. strapping. <laughs> but yeah, no yeah. Lee Gowland again. That no Lee Gowland. That's weird. That's weird. I, it's either he's really busy and he's going out with Christmas dues, or he's really hurt because he hasn't scored as many points as he wanted to in the in a prediction. I, I know which one it is, but I'd like to think it's the other one. <laughs> also, Gareth is missing. He's going at Christmas due. It's it's the season, isn't it? This the season. It's coming. Uh, on that note, before we go any further and talk about uh, the Cardinals coming up on Sunday, uh, our schedule is going to be a little different because, uh, well, I mean, with the Christmas game uh, and all that that's happening and New Year's Eve and all that. We're going to try and do as much as we can. We might have double shows, I think, especially after the Ravens game. I think we might that might be a, a double. So just bear with us. Obviously, we, we all have jobs. We all have lives to attend to. And we'll try and squeeze when reviews and previews whenever we can. I know there's also the Goldmine review we really want to do very soon. But Niners football is uh, taking priority. Uh, so maybe we'll just do that in the off season. Well, we'll see. Uh, if we can squeeze it in, we will. If we not, if we can't, we'll just do it when uh, when it's all said and done. Um, but yeah, so bear with us if it's a little late. Usually Thursday, Friday, all that. We're trying. We're trying to get as many people as we can on the pod as well. And tonight has not happened, but I'm happy because I like when it's the two of us. It's fun. Um, all right, let's get into it. Cardinals, run two. Kind of a different team. Uh, we don't really need to do the history corner for the people that really like hearing about histories between the two franchises. Go and listen to the pod we did week three, was it? Week three, yeah. Four. Week four. Week four, that's week right. Four. I can't count. That's how <laughs> excited I am. It's too long ago. Week four. Um, we did that during the preview, which, uh, if we all remember, was the perfect game by Purdy where he missed one pass and CMC scored four touchdowns. So that's a good game. Um, but yeah, they're kind of a different team. So we're going to jump into what do you want to do, Paul? Defense offense? What should you do first? Um, I mean, what we decided off air, everyone, because we can make it up as we go along. There's no Gareth keeping us right. No. There's no Gowland with his history corner. So we normally, Nadji, do a scouting report. Yeah. Like you said, with it being a divisional rival, we're not going to go too in-depth. We we were talking about the injuries off air. Oh, let's do that. The Cardinals yeah. have got nothing left, as you said, Nancy. So yeah. I think we start there yeah. and then we can see if anyone's actually going to take the field in that ice white. Oh, that's yeah, that's a good day. point. Let me share the uh, injury report that I've got for the people that are watching on YouTube. Thank you to the people that watch us on YouTube. It's 
greatly appreciated. Subscribe, like, comment, all that, you know, you know the drill. Uh, here we go. So we've got a quite a lot as well. There's not many people here that have actually practiced. Uh, Armstead still out, didn't practice. Burford, Burks, um, Dwelly, I think Dwelly's out for a while. Greenlaw, Hargrave, Thomas, Ward, Trent Williams, Elijah Mitchell, and Darrell Luther Jr. Um, obviously, the top the top bit here didn't practice. Luther Jr. actually practiced fully, so that's good news. Um, are you worried? That's quite a lot of name, isn't it? <laughs> Kind of. I mean, we are a UK pod, everyone. So we are recording this at 20 to 8 in the evening yeah. on Thursday, the 14th of December. Um, Ambry Thomas caught my eye, Nadji, because it's a non-injury related, yeah. non-practice. And normally that's reserved for a veteran. You know, like you see Trent Williams not training on a, on might, a Wednesday. It might be sick, though. He might just have a cold or flu or something. Sometimes it's not. Um, or maybe he's just got stuff to do. And, you know, tax or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> Oh, Lee Gowland, Gareth Ellis are missing. Exactly. Andy Thomas isn't practicing. <laughs> exactly. Connect the dots, people. But when we we talked about Hargrave, with Hargrave and Ward, this is a game for me and Angie that don't need to risk them. Let them sit this week. Yeah. It's all about, like you said, further down the line. But it does seem you get to the business end of the season and the injuries are mounting up. But uh, I think Kyle will speak to the press. Is it tomorrow? Yeah. Friday's when we'll get a bit of a better, clearer picture yeah. of if anyone's missing the game and things like that. Yeah, uh, the Wednesday practice is really not a good indication in general, um, especially, I mean, we know like Trent Williams, for example, just never practices on Wednesday. That's just, he doesn't need to. Um, it's just an extra rest day. So Thursday indication, which will come out tonight, uh, it usually drops at about, what, 11, half 11, sometimes 12 o'clock at night. So if if you people want to go and check that out, obviously you know, this podcast probably be out Friday, I would imagine. Uh, you can go on the website, uh, injury report, whatever, and you can check. That's a better indication of who's going to play and, and, and not. But, yes, yeah, quite a lot of name. It's a hard game. It's, it's Football is hard on the body. And... Uh, Few few games are starting to mount up, but yeah, I'm not too worried. Uh, we'll see if if we miss all of those names this week, uh, then I'll start being a bit worried. But I don't think I don't think that's going to happen. Let's move on to the Cardinals who are missing. Same again, quite a lot of people. Let's focus maybe on on the couple here. Marcus Brown, I think, is probably the the biggest one, and uh, ooh, he's not even on there because he's probably out completely because they're white. I think white is out. I think when I was seeing earlier, I think it's given some other people a chance, Najee, but coming into the first game, we were quite worried about white. Yeah. So seeing him not play this time, I think Kyle Shanahan's going to be thinking, yeah. rub my hands together in that game plan, buddy. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, I think on that's probably the only one that really scares me. Jeff Wayne is, is, is all right. Chris Bounds, the linebacker, can, is, is not a bad player. Uh, but yeah, if Marcus Brown doesn't play, it's going to make our lives a lot easier, especially with Money World out. I think I don't think Money World's going to play. Uh, Michael Wilson is uh, listed here as limited. Uh, he burnt us uh, in the first game. I think he scored two touchdowns, didn't he? Uh, or at least definitely one. And then, uh, yeah, if we want to move on, let's, let's do offense first because we can talk about Kyle Murray because we, we haven't this year. And uh, so if I pull the uh, 
dev chart if I can again right, for the people watching again. Uh, there we go. We can see the people in red are the people injured. The people in green are rookies. Um, and yeah, let's let's talk Kyler Murray. We know we used to not be very good with mobile quarterback. I think uh, Russell Wilson is prime example of that. And Kyler Murray is obviously very good at running around. Uh, Go on, take it away. Are you scared of Kara's ability? He's only, it's only his, what, fourth game back? Fifth, maybe? So, uh, yeah, so the two and two mm-hmm. with him back. Um, I saw a post on the group earlier. I was in the office today and I just thought, on my dinner break, catching up on the group, and someone asked a question now we worried about Kyla Murray. And I, I took a leaf out of your book and I said, unless he's playing cornerback, because <laughs> that's where they're struggling that. No, I'm not particularly worried. Um, he's been pressured on 32% of his dropbacks. And his completion percentage plummets from 66.3% when clean to 43.8% under pressure. Like you said, mobile quarterbacks is something we've worked on. And Nick Bose has spoken at length about the game plan for Jalen Hurts. That'll be the same game plan we see Najee on Sunday. So we might not get to the quarterback to sack the quarterback, but I think you'll see a very disciplined performance from our front. And I think Murray... He's kind of playing for his job, isn't he, Najee? Because yeah. obviously they had Dobbs at the start of the season. There was a lot of talk that the Cardinals might tank to go after that superstar from, is it Caleb Williams? From USC, USC? yeah, is that... that's right. But Kyler Murray has come back in. I mean, I think we have to be wary of what he's put on the tape in the past. But I don't know whether it's I'm so, so upbeat at the moment, buddy, but I'm not worried. About What about you? Are, are you worried? No, no, not at all. Um I mean, not at all. He's a good QB, but he's he's never really took that extra step that uh, you know second year quarterbacks or third year quarterbacks take that kind of cement them in the league and make, make them you know definite starter. The fact that there is noise of him being replaced is kind of indicative because yes, the off the field issues are the non training, the non video game, the video game stuff and. Not learning the playbook and all that is one thing, but if you're good enough, it does that doesn't matter usually. It gets swept under the rug, um, and people don't really talk about it. It doesn't even come out if you're good enough. So this kind of stories come only come out because you're on the fringe of being good, but not quite. And he, I think he shows flashes of brilliance. He's he's an absolutely amazing athlete. He can definitely run and he can definitely pass the ball uh, really well. With you know. We remember that Hail Mary that he that he got against the Bills. Um but the problem is, yeah, I he doesn't really have targets, you know, especially if Brown is out. Rondell Moore is good, but he's not, you know, they're not all the worldly. And and yeah, the O line is just not gonna be able to cope with our D line. That is if Hargrave and Armstead can play. I, I think we will take a step back uh, without without those two in particular. Although Kinlaw has been playing really really well, so but I just don't think it's quite Hargrave level. Uh, worried, no, but it wouldn't surprise me if he has a good game either. You know, yeah, some stats like twenty for twenty five, two hundred and fifty yards, and a couple of touchdowns. He can absolutely do that to us. Um, but yeah, as you said, I think their offense isn't particularly potent. I don't think they've scored more than thirty points this year. Or if has happened, it's probably a couple of times. I should really check this. I said I would. I would do more I, homework. I, I know. And... Bless you. We, we are working. I mean, the three and ten. Trey McBride has been a big focal point of their offense yeah. in the last few weeks, from when I was reading up. But I, I expect to see a heavy dose of James Conner, Najee. Yeah, the, the Cardinals are going to try and do. They're going to try and run the ball. 
Trey McBride. And like you said, Michael Wilson, who was Lee's man crush yeah, in good. the draft. He had a good game against us in week four. Um, and like you said, you look you look on on them and their names there. It's not a knock on Gannon. I think he's done, done a an job. admirable job yeah. with what he's got. But they're a strange franchise. The NFC West, I was talking to a friend at work and he was saying, the NFC West used to be such a tough division mm. and now you're going to sweep it for the second year in a row. Maybe. And I was like, maybe it's still a divisional game. So you've got to enter it with that kind of yeah. in mind. But I think, I think, like you said there, um, Hollywood Brown is, is a huge miss. Anyone playing fantasy football knows he, he's a good target for Kyler Murray. And you're right about the video game stuff. It's it's kind of tongue in cheek. Yeah, it wouldn't matter if he was playing well. Exactly. When Cam Newton was having his MVP season for the Panthers and they were going to the Super Bowl, nobody was worried about the hat he was wearing and the off-field distractions. But as soon as he wasn't putting it on the field, that's when it comes out, isn't it? Yeah, that's 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 totally true. Uh, I've checked; they haven't scored more than thirty this season yet. So, and I know they had Josh Dobbs at the beginning of the season. So it's a it's a different a different story now. But yeah. Um, Unless you want to talk about anything else uh, on their offense, let's move to to their defense. Um, here it is. I, I think this is where the crux is. If if we can take advantage of these people, and I think we can. Uh, I don't think anybody can stop us. Um, it, it won't really matter what the offense does because they won't be able to score as many points as we do. And that's the end of the game. You just need to score more points than the opposite team. Um, so... Uh, Biggest name on here is Buda Baker. He wasn't there week four uh, when we played him. He always is good against us. He has a chip on his shoulder. He's a very good safety. Uh, I think he's one of those guys that I really would like to have him at some point. You know, if you could snag him from the Canyons and add him to your roster kind of thing. Not anymore now that we've got Huff and Brown. Uh, but back in the day, I wish we'd, we'd had him rather than the cards. Um, and then, yeah, apart from that, Zevin Collins is, is pretty good. And that's about it, really. Yeah, so the name that jumps off the page for me is number 20, uh, Marco Wilson. And that's because he had a terrible game against us in week four. And you see there, Thomas, 24, uh, right cornerback in red. So as it stands at the moment, everybody, it looks like Marco Wilson could be playing. I, I reckon we'll see Brock target that week, yeah. this Nagy, because like I said, he gave up some big yardage in the first game. I mean, the 31st ranked defence... <laughs> Is going up against the number one ranked offense. The last time we played in week four, as you alluded to, alluded to there, buddy, they gave up 271 passing yards, um, which is the fourth highest they've given up in their 13 games played this year. Wow. On average, they give up 216 yards per game and they've allowed 22 touchdowns through the energy, <sighs> which is the fourth most in the NFL. I mean, as I've alluded to there, they've struggled at cornerback. I think Garrett Williams, number 21 in green, has been the odd highlight from some of the Cardinals fan zones I've, I've caught up with online yeah. in preparation for this. So you think the passing defence isn't very good, Nagy. Surely the Russian defence couldn't get any worse. And then no. you look at the stats, <laughs> they've allowed 16 Russian touchdowns, yeah. 1,811 rush yards, which is 4.4 yards per attempt. Um, at the moment, they're the second worst defence in the NFL giving up 139.3 rush yards per game. And I thought, is Kyle Shanahan going to attack that weakness, Nadji? What do you reckon, buddy? I, you know, I think it's, it's the same game plan we've always had. And I know it's ingrained in our brain that we'll run first team. But 
we're not <laughs> since broker started we've we really haven't been quite as efficient when we try to run run pass rather than pass and then see what happens and because when you have cmc that can get you 12 yards on second down which is kind of very difficult to do in the nfl um getting first down in from second down on 10 plus is insane um you it's a lot easier to pass on first down so that's what we do and i think that's what we'll carry on doing um just give the keys to brock he's apparently the system qb let's just let him run the system right and um it everything should fall into place i I don't think they can stop us. We've got far too many weapons. Um, Ayuk is playing so well. Debo is clearly on fire at the moment. And when you add this little sprinkle of George every now and then, that can just score you a touchdown out of nowhere. Plus the CMC. It, uh, what are they going to do? They they can't cover everyone. They can't stop everyone. And even though it's a divisional game, and we always struggle when we go there to uh, to Levi East. Uh, as it's now known, we've got Levi Stadium everywhere, uh, <laughs> apparently. Well, like I said to you at the start, actually, yeah. 61% of the tickets, everyone, are going to fearful. So that's why we've coined Levi's East. Levi's because East. Because it's um, going to be red. Yeah, it It'll will be. Red be. on Sunday. Which could be them, because they're playing the same colours as we do. But yeah, we, we've always struggled there, though. We For some reason, we've always struggled to win games, apart from last year, obviously. And uh, oh, actually, we played them in Mexico last year, didn't we? We did, yeah. So that was something that I was I was thinking uh, the superstitious people in the group might might allude to that. Uh, they are wearing white on Sunday, and I think they're trying to get the home fans to come in white. Right. But uh, one thing that I wanted to touch upon before we moved off the defense is the the pass rush ranks middle of the pack. They've had 32 total sacks, but they haven't had one player mm. with five sacks or more. So they kind of spread out a little bit, Najee. Yeah. The ninth in the NFL for 65 tackles for a loss from that pass rush. And believe it or not, opponents against them have lost 233 sack yards, which is 11th in the NFL. Now, normally you'd think, oh, your quarterback, will he struggle against the blitz? But you remember, we've got Brock Purdy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Brock Purdy does all right against the blitz. And that's why I wanted to sprinkle that in there. There's been a lot of talk, Najee, about big play Brock. Um, there's been weirdly talk that we struggled against the Seahawks last week, which was another divisional game. Yeah. But we put 527 total yards yeah. and Brock through for 368. And I think you would argue the Seahawks are better than the Cardinals. Yes, I would. I, I think last week was a weird game. Um, we really weren't quite clicking and... Everything was a little bit harder than usual. And that's what divisional games are, especially against the Seahawks, who were playing for their lives in, in the playoffs. They're really in contention to miss out this year. Um, I just don't think we'll get the same amount of fight out of these guys, considering they're, you know, they've won four games. And they, I don't even think they are able to make the playoffs, even if they win out, or close to anyway. Um but I would imagine us going back to what we used to do, which is longer drive, methodical, taking time off the clock, eventually scoring, and just having them given up by just staying on the field long and making it look easy. Last week was very much, oh, doesn't work, doesn't work, doesn't work, big play. Doesn't work, doesn't work, doesn't work, touchdown kind of thing. So, um, yeah, it was a bit of a weird game, but I think I think we'll be back to normal this week. But... I. Now we now we've done this kind of scouting report. I think 
the only thing that can beat us, I think, on Sunday is ourselves. And yeah. we're going to have to be absolutely disciplined. This is the kind of game that really can get away from you. And if you give them life, if you don't bury them when you get the chance, settle for field goals, let them hang around, maybe throw a freak pick, maybe even a pick six or something, and they just kind of hang around the whole game. It's the NFL. You know, um, you can we can certainly lose that game. It's totally possible, unless we just you know go out and do what we do best. Um, so, are you worried? Maybe because we haven't had that. I, we haven't had it yet. We haven't had that game where nothing goes our way. Maybe the Browns game was kind of like yeah, that. Yeah, I was going to say uh, the the Vikings. The Viking game, game too, a little bit. That was a Monday night. I'm not worried, and I'm going to repeat this between now until the end of the season, Maggie. <laughs> We've got so many playmakers yeah. that stand out. It's not like you go back to the 2019 Super Bowl run and there was a lot of knock on Jimmy today on social media, but you knew what you got with Jimmy. Yeah. The intermediate, the middle of the field, yeah. the quick throws to Debo. And you look around now, you know, you've got Christian McCaffrey <laughs> against the Seahawks. 9.1 yards per carry. Now, I know that was exaggerated by that big play straight away, but that's how explosive yeah. it can be. Like you said, that can set the tone. Um, 49ers finished a game with 10 explosive players, which was four different players, ended up with over 75 yards from scrimmage. McCaffrey, Samuel, Ayuk, and you mentioned George Kittle. So what's so good about this team is before against the Niners, you'd stack the box and you'd make Jimmy throw. Yep. And we all got excited because Brock came in, and he added that new dynamic. And I was reading an article on the train earlier today, and when we traded for McCaffrey, I didn't know this until this morning. So apparently, um, you know, they got on the phone, we've got McCaffrey, Lynch is like, can he play? Shanahan's like, no chance. We've installed all the players. You know, he hasn't passed his medical. And apparently, he couldn't get a playbook until he'd got the Levi's, passed the medical. Yep. So on the Saturday... Um, they needed someone to come out and run some plays with CMC. Oh. And that's where Brock Purdy came in. Wow. So Brock came into the field and apparently their relationship started day one. Apparently Brock helped with the install and he's been exactly the same then as he is now. Right. And you listen to George Kittle, you listen to Debo. It isn't fake noise, Nadji, that's coming out of the dressing room. They're saying Brock Purdy's the real deal yeah, yeah, and he's yeah. been like this since day one. And those little insights are what make me sat at home thinking, We've got nothing to worry about. Yeah. We haven't got one playmaker. We've got four, five. And even if they have an off day, could this be the game that Joanne Jennings takes over? That's true. Could be this the game that Kyle Juice gets a couple of touchdowns? Because let's face it, once a season, Juice always tends to kind of have a game That's true. where he has a moment. So I'm smiling and non-Niners fans are going to be saying, oh, I'm sick of hearing him banging on about the Niners. Enjoy the season, Nadji. Oh, God, yeah. let's face it, but I think, it's I, I think you've nailed on, on a good point here because trap games are usually because of one or two reasons. It, you know, I always say it, good team should beat bad team in the NFL because when you're all said and done, the details don't really matter all that much. If you're better than them, you should win nine times out of ten. And it's only very fringe times as you, a bad team like the Cardinals can hang around and win a game. But we've added the element of Brock Purdy, and I think especially with the comparison with Jimmy, this is a kind of game where we would have, I would have been extremely scared to have a bad Jimmy game. And then there's not really much anything you can do about it. He throws two pick at the wrong time, and your defense doesn't have the game it should have. And then all of a sudden you lose that game for no reason whatsoever. 
But that just doesn't happen with Brock. He just doesn't do that. He's so efficient and so good at what he does. And yeah, you can throw a pick, but it's usually because something kind of went wrong. It's not usually really his fault, or if it is, it's not the end of the world. Um, that I think this notion of trap game kind of gets reduced to it's possible, of course, but I'm not worried that it will happen because it's too efficient. It's too good. And it will overcome whatever the Cardinals can throw at him. Um, so yeah, I, I, I'm not worried. I, I think we're going to smash How that. many times, Nadji, have we done a show where me or you or Lee or Gareth has said, Kyle's going to have to hide Brock Purdy. Kyle's going to have to scheme something yeah. up. We're not one-dimensional anymore. No, and again, Neil Watson, I'm sorry. I don't mean to attack your hero. <laughs> I know you've been a bit quieter in the group this year. But even the fact like Charlie Warner, he could have a big game. Yeah, yeah. He's been mixed in there. Jordan Mason could be this the game, Nadji, where Kyle thinks, right, you know what, Mitchell, you, you're on the injury report, going to rest CMC, yeah. I'm going to release Jordan Mason. And then you think, if the offence struggles, what about the defensive yeah. side of the ball? We've been speaking for 25 minutes. We haven't spoke about your boy, Fred. Yeah. I can see the jersey it's hung up there. for those people listening at home. Fred Warner is on course to be the defensive player of the year. You're telling me Fred Warner is not going to go into this game on Sunday fired up yeah. and have the troops ready, which gives me confidence again because yeah. it's not like we're relying on the offensive side of the ball. You mentioned we might be missing a couple of key pieces, but some fringe players, Kalea Davies, we were all high in him when we drafted him. Yep. We've seen what he can do. Kinlaw, is this going to be another monster Contract game from you. Kinlaw? So, yeah. Chase Young, Chase Young, Nick Bosa, even the secondary. I'm sat here, Nadji, not worried if Mooney Ward doesn't play yeah. because Lenar, Ambry Thomas have played well. Dare we say it, Jason Verrett could come in. I, and like you I said in the last so, show, it's a bit early. he could get a couple of snaps here and there. Yeah, and like you said, where normally you'd be thinking, oh God, Mooney Ward's not here. So is that going to cause us issues? Yeah. Hargrave's not here. So I, I'm not worried because we're not one-dimensional yeah. on either side of the on, ball. And right. I think Steve Wilkes takes a bit of credit as well, Nadji, for making the adjustments. Yeah, yeah. Do you think that's fair to say? Yeah, no, absolutely. I, he, we put him on the stand and we asked him to do something about what was going on because we weren't happy. I think as a fan base, we turned on him pretty quickly, maybe too quickly. It, the the nine of faithfuls have a tendency to do that. That's what greatness does we're so used to it and that's what we want and we won't settle for anything less uh, and he responded tenfold um and i don't think it's just him coming down to the stadium that it can't be um i think him benching oliver and trusting Dimo Lenore and and ambry thomas uh rather than Dimo in, in in a corner position and and oliver in the slot has changed a lot the way we blitz have changed we don't uh, you know, we send four, we rely on them, we trust them. The, there's a, he's done a lot of things that uh, make me happy. I, I And I agree with you, we're no one dimensional on defense. Our secondary could be poor, but all of a sudden, our four guys up front just light it up and get to Kyler Murray and rush him and make him do mistakes. That's I, I can see that happening. I will say one thing, though. We haven't seen a defensive touchdown in far too long. More on that later. And uh, hey, um, you told me you had no bold <laughs> predictions, but he lured me and everyone. Cogs are turning, cogs are turning. Yeah, no, I just, you know, I, I don't see how our defense can have a bad game. And I don't see how our offense can have a bad game. Even if some things don't work quite right, somebody, CMC, Debo, George, will just have a good game. Ayuk, Ayuk has been so reliable. He's never missed a bit. 
Um, and even if he does, there'll be somebody else to pick him up. And on defense, is the same. Yeah, maybe the D-line doesn't get to Jalen Hurts, but the secondary just is locked in. And they just rely on each other so much with Fred in the middle just orchestrating all this symphony. It's, yeah, I'm not worried. No worried in the slightest. Um, unless you've got anything else to say, uh, special teams, quickly. I, I think. Oh, you mentioned the Cardinals' long snapper was injured. That could yeah. be something to watch out for. Can't... Do we see a Mitch special? Oh, Do we see Carl Carla play for Mitch? <laughs> I wish it was. Uh, I watched the press conference and Carl had no idea what was happening. I didn't know that was the plan. And Mitch said they just he just winged it. It saw the pressure collapse. He saw the the opening and just went for it, uh, as we called it on this podcast. Yeah. We can watch the game. And the only thing I was going to ask you was: remember in Mexico, we saw some Cardinals players make business decisions. Mm. I'm not saying they weren't trying, but there was a couple of touchdowns when you go back and watch that tackling. You, you mentioned Kyler Murray there. Is Kyler Murray really going to be running 1,000 miles an hour when he sees Fred Warner, the heat seeking missile, come for him or Drake Greenlaw? Because let's face it, these players are playing for their futures Absolutely. as well on the same hand. You said that even if the Cardinals went out. And I think you might see that kind of end of season feel to this one. So it could get out of hand quite quickly, yeah. but then equally, it could kind of be a bit of a slugfest yeah. that doesn't need to be. Um, yeah, I agree. I think it'll be either of those. It'll be either a close game or a long because we're not playing well enough and they're hanging in it and it'll be their Super Bowl to beat us, essentially. Um, or we'll put them foot on their throat and not let go from the go from the get go and then they'll just fade away just like they did in in Mexico that game was what did we win we won 38 13 or something like that I think we won maybe even more and and Jimmy was playing um yeah. which you know is is a totally different that offense. was one of my favorite games because remember I can't do it now but I rehearsed the Spanish when he said at the oh, end oh yeah that's right. and I got I got my pronunciation right, which I think shocked Gowland and that team more <laughs> yes. than me getting the wording right. But I was smirking because you think back in history, Connie, you think of those games, Kittle tends to have a good game does, yeah. and the Cardinals fans get excited because Buda Baker was pretty much brought in to stop George mm-hmm. Kittle. But it, It's not it, enough anymore, is been, it? It, it, no. it? might They might stop George, but they, might, they won't stop Debo, who's been playing lights out. Oh, you might see George have three receptions for 20 yards, but three touchdowns. Yeah, yeah. So that's how explosive this offense is. And then people might be mourning because he hasn't got the yardage. Or he might have three receptions for 200 yards, but no touchdowns. And that's the beauty of this team, which makes the bold predictions even sweeter. But Um, what I was going to ask you before before we go on, that's what I was was talking about, the special team is, I think this is a perfect game to unleash Ronnie Bell, especially if we're ahead early and we've got the game in hand and they start to fade away. Um, are you looking forward to him? Maybe even cement his role as as a returner, because let's as much as we love Ray Ray and he's been a solid pair of hands for us, uh, he hasn't really lit up the return yardage. Or it, we've always wanted him to break one, and he just hasn't done it yet. Now it's two years, uh, and, and I know he's he's injured now, but that's the kind of thing that can turn, you know coaches on oh if, he's, if we can see something from ronnie bell which we have as a rookie we don't need to resign this veteran to a more expensive contract next year and just roll on with with ronnie um are you looking forward to that maybe to see more of bell um 
maybe just primarily special teams. I prefer to see Ronnie Bell back there than Debo. I know we've used Debo intermittently. Yeah. Um, I don't want to see Debo no. with the kick returns. We're all itching for another one because I think Richie James against Seattle was the last one. Yeah, Nadji, and we, I know Gareth would love a special teams touchdown. We'll say that in his absence. But you're right. Normally in the NFL, as a rookie, you come in and you get your kind of kudos on special teams. A few people are worried. Are we going to lose some key pieces next year when it comes to money? So you're right if we can get cheaper at that position. But like you said, it, this could be a game where we come back on Monday or Tuesday next week and we're talking player watch and you're like, John Mason's got four touchdowns. Yeah. Ronnie Bell's got two touchdowns. And it, that's what's quite special about our team. We were saying off air, the Cardinals have got nobody. The Niners have got a stacked roster and it isn't just superstar names. But I hope we're talking about Ronnie for all the right reasons yeah. this time on special yeah. teams, Natty, not like last week. Because yeah. I said to Tracy, of all the bloody players <laughs> to ruin that play, it had to be number 10. And I know number 10 for a punt return gives some Niners fans bad memories. And I'm not going to say the name. We all know the game I'm talking about. So, yeah, I, I hope so. But I hope, I hope Ronnie Bell breaks the epic to come back yeah. here. And Gareth introduced it. Like, play watch, Paul. And we're like, Ronnie Bell, 99 yards <laughs> to <return laughs> yeah, the house. That would be awesome to that see. Yeah, epic. That would be awesome. Nice little cherry on top if we can win and, and have that. All right. I think we, we've we've done good around of uh, what's going on in the two teams. Let's do uh, score predictions if you want. We, uh, we got sent everything uh, by post. Uh, Lee sent us a postcard because that, that's what he does. He's old. And, uh, so was Lee Cardinals 50 0, wasn't that's, it? That's what he said to me. Didn't he have a bit of fun with you last time when you weren't here. He put that in your score. <laughs> <laughs> that's what he said to me. Yeah. He said, There's no way we win this game. And uh, he, he, he gave them 50 points. Um, jokes aside, Lee's predicted 37 17. I think it's a good, I think it's a good call that I like it. Uh, Gareth has uh, given them three more points and made it a little closer just on the. Uh, on the favorite points of 33-20 for Gareth uh, with a Niners win. Uh, just for the people at home that like to do this kind of thing, but responsibly people, the over-under is 47.5, apparently. And we're 12.5 point, 13.5 point favorite, depending where where you look, which is quite a lot considering we're playing away. Um, I, it says I'm first here, so I, I'll go first. Uh, apparently, I'm first in the table. I think it's just alphabetical order. No, uh, no other reason. <laughs> we both had the same amount of points, so this is a big week for the both of us, isn't it? Um, I think we destroy them. I, I, I think this is a, this is it. This is a fifty burger we're waiting for. Uh, so I'm fifty is too much, though. I'm gonna go forty. I'm gonna go forty-eight to thirteen. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with that. Cause I just I think if the game's over, it's gonna be very hard for us to to score uh, to score fifty. I just it's it's difficult when Sam Darnold's playing and Debo's out and all that. So uh, I'm gonna go forty-eight thirteen. That's uh, that's pretty good. Well, spoiler alert, I have 13 for the Cardinals oh, okay. as well. So me and you could be celebrating. Now, I did a pod last night with Andy Davies, who's a Dolphins fan. Yeah. And I went quite conservative at 35-13. 35-13. Then I saw Lee's score. Then I saw so Hangfire. Oh. I'm going to add an extra three points. Jake Moody's going to get a field goal. I'm going 38 
13. I'm feeling confident. That's good. So that's good. I think we could see quite because um, there's quite a decent mix there. Gareth 33, mm-hmm. me 38, Lee 37, you 48. Oh, yeah, yeah. So... I, I just they can't hang around with us. I, I, I can see this game being over a half time, and then you know, if we score 30 points in the first half, and then we just cruise, and even then it'll be it'll be hard to score 48, but it's possible, and uh, I want to see it. I want to see us bury them. Um, that's it, Baldies. Let's do it. Uh, Gareth sent a couple. If I can find them again, uh, what did he say? What did he say? There we go. He said, "Pick six for Demo," and I'm not sure that's quite bold. Uh, but let's 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 give him now. And he said two sacks for Randy Gregory, giving him a shout out. It's true we didn't talk about Randy Gregory last week. Uh, we probably should have. I did mention Clayton Farrell really quickly, uh, but those two guys really had a good game against uh, Seattle, especially after Hargrave uh, left. The, those two guys were really key, and that's one of the reasons we're not worried. <laughs> those guys are good. Um, and Discord knows the trade is probably about A- minus right now. It's been creeping up from the C- minus slowly. Great trade on Randy Gregory. Uh, so that's Gareth's demo pick and two, pi- uh, two sacks for Gregory. Uh, do you want to go first? Yeah, I don't mind because I don't think uh, El Presidente sent his. So, all jokes aside, everyone, Lee isn't sulking. <laughs> we were going to wind him up a bit more if he let us have the keys to the car. But uh, me and Nadji play this game for a bit of fun. Yeah. We want the Niners to win. That's right. We come on here, but he takes it, Nadji, seriously. <laughs> as they can come. I, I just want to see the Niners win. So, my bold prediction is I think Brock Purdy is going to have a career high. 400 yards Ooh, nice. passing on Sunday. Yeah. I think he's going to have three passing touchdowns and I think we're going to have two rushing touchdowns. And I said sprinkled the, the magic on top with Jake Moody. Uh, defensive one, I think Fred Warner gets, uh, I say, a pick six. But I'm going to say he just gets two interceptions on the day. So I don't think that, that, that keen on returning them. Yeah. I think they're more interested on the takeaways. Yeah. Take <laughs> yeah. That's right. Um, and I don't know if you saw Fred do the interview where he said Greenlaw has been itching for him to pass the ball. Yeah, I know, and yeah. he said, I knew it was a foul, but he said, I just, because he said Greenlaw's been asking for it every bloody time Fred picks it off. It was quite funny. I, I like that team spirit. And I don't think Kyle's quite happy. He's like, get the pick, hit the deck, and Kibley off ends the ball. Yeah. But uh, let's hear yours. Let's hear what your baldies are. Well, as you said, I think there's no way we can't go with Brock having a big day because. They're not, they can't cover us. Um, so because I've got 48, I'm going to give Brock five touchdowns and through the air. And I, I think Jordan Mason is going to play more. And so I'm going to give Jay, uh, Jordan Mason two touchdowns, one through the air, one rushing. And a long one rushing. I say 40-plus rushing from Jordan Mason. Um, and then on defense, yeah, I think we... This is again we score points, and this again this is why I've got 48. If your defense can score a couple of touchdowns, that helps. So I've got two defensive touchdowns. I think one will be a sack fumble recovery for a touchdown. Uh, I'm going to give it to uh, let's give it to Chase Young. I'm going to give it to Chase Young. Yes, he he's been good, but not quite hit the stats yet. And pick says Jaya Brown because I have to. I have to. He's been. It's been too good. Um, so that's my bodies. Uh, hopefully they come true. Um, yeah. I think it's going to be a good game. I think it's going to be fun. Uh, right. That's... So we've 
we are the five past nine game. That's right. I've got that in my notes. So we're not on Sky. So we're on Game Pass, Design, wherever yep. else you watch your games. Yep. Um, so like you said, should should be a, a decent game at, at Levi's East. So I'm looking forward to seeing the game day chat because this is one of those rare occasions, Nadji, where I'm watching at home. Yeah. I'm not used to this. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll be in the Discord chat with yourself and all the others. Yeah. So looking forward to that. I don't think there's any mini watch parties going on from other given it's close to Christmas and stuff. Yeah, I think, equally. I think being at, at 9 p.m., it's harder to find bars yeah. that stay open till the end. Um, on a side note, it's the business end of the season, so we need to start keeping an eye on everybody else. Uh, Dallas is playing the Bills 20 minutes after us. Uh, go Bills. Uh, the Eagles are going to Seattle. If the Seahawks could do us a favor, that would be great. I just... I, I'm not sure if they can. You can't say you, I can't you, say you yet. Can't say go, but I just no, want no, the Eagles no, no. to lose. Actually, a tie would be perfect. Um, <laughs> um, it doesn't really matter whether the Seahawks win or not, to be fair, because they can't overtake us since we beat them, beat them twice already. Even if we lose out, they win out. We finish with the same record. We'll be ahead of them. Um, and then obviously the biggest one to look an eye for is the Commanders Rams games, which is exactly at the same time as us. If the Rams lose this game, we definitely clinch the West. And that's the last thing I was going to say. This is a cap and t-shirt kind of game. It could be. It could be a cap and t-shirt. The caps and t-shirt will be in attendance uh, in the shadows until needed, if needed. But yeah, we could clinch the West, which I think to me is, it's, it's goal number one, right? You want to clinch your yeah. division. Playoffs spot is already stamped thanks to the Giants beating the Packers. Um, so yeah, we we know we're going to the playoffs, but stamping the you know on the division means finishing in the top four, which means potentially having a wild card home game. Well, no, definitely having a home, home wild card home game. Um, I think that helps a lot going forward because you don't know what's going to happen. And yes, we could lose against the Cardinals. If Dallas and the Eagles win, they go one game ahead. It ultimately doesn't really matter if week 18 doesn't matter to us and we don't need to win that game. We can have a bye then and then go and take care of business. The only problem, obviously, is the home advantage thing. It would be nice to play a Levi throughout, of course. Um, but yeah, I think if if the Rams could do us a favor and lose then I think the rest of the season for me until the playoff starts will be feet up, hands behind the head like Paul is doing right now and just see what happens and obviously try to go for number one seed. But, you know, you don't have to try as hard and injuries and, you know, like the Hargrave and Mooney Ward, you can just not play them because it doesn't matter at that point. Um, I mean, this is the this is the quickest that we've qualified for the playoffs mm-hmm. under Kyle. When Kyle and John took over, Nadji, they said, they wanted to make us competitive. And you've always instilled it into us doing these pods. Win your division. Yeah. Win your division first. That's what you need to do. And then the rest will kind of fall into place, like you've said. And that's what we were talking about with these Cardinals players making business decisions. Hopefully, we can have, like you said, a nice, gentle We all remember a couple of years ago when we had to win out and we had to go into the Rams week 18. <laughs> and it was such a roller coaster. We were up and down. Like you said, get the hat and T-shirt sorted. Yeah. Um and it, it is good to see the positive vibes on social media, on the group. I'm, I'm loving seeing the engagement, the numbers for the pod are through the yep. roof. Nadji gave a cheeky shout out to the YouTube. 
670 subs on YouTube yes, for our channel coming up a year old. Not good enough, though, we people. We do appreciate the support. Subscribe. And again, I put a cheeky post in the group, Nadji, and a few people were like, we didn't know you had a channel. Yeah. So the social media manager needs to get his finger <laughs> out. I'm aware that's what Gowland would say. But it's it's we, we keep saying it. It's fun times to be Niners fan. Absolutely. I'm looking forward to the game on Sunday. Like you said, Nadji, if the other teams can do us a favour, we always said Victory Monday tastes sweeter in December. Absolutely. Let's continue that. And like you said, let's hope that on Monday we've got a lot to celebrate. Yeah. I think that that wraps it up pretty well. Uh, thank you for joining me, just the two of us. I think I like it when it's a bit more cozy and just the two of us. It's pretty cool. It's a, it's a good show. Uh, hopefully, we'll have Gareth back on Monday. I don't think Lee's going to be here because he said he can't watch the game. And I'm not sure he'll have time to watch him Monday until late, probably. So we'll probably miss uh, Lee uh, for the review. Uh, so we'll have him back for the, for the Ravens. Uh, preview which will more than likely be on the 22nd that's when we're going to record i think yeah i think the friday the friday which, like you said with the christmas yeah, we'll schedule, try. i mean you, it might be a bit late but just bear with us people you uh you alluded to it being nice and cozy i am going to do a bit of self-promotion before you end tileston had yes, me on Nadji. absolutely so, ty absolute legend if you're not following ty go check out his content but uh He's got some fire footage of us at the gold mine. And he, I felt like I was on, this is my life. So I was chatting away <laughs> with like me and you are now. And he said, oh, you mean this footage? And he played the footage. And it was me, you, Gareth, walking into the stadium. Yeah. And it's memories like That's that. Cool. that I'll last a lifetime. But Ty put together a fire show. So if you could go and give that a watch. Yeah, please. I'd much people. appreciate it. Yeah, go, go and follow that. Will, we will be doing a goal, man. Yes, we will. Definitely. It's going to be about a four-hour super show. <laughs> but, you know, that's what we do on this channel. I think it's good to remind people that we're not... We, you know, we we do this to talk 49ers. <laughs> 49ers are playing. That's what we're going to talk about. Uh, our personal life, the gold mines things. We can do that when the 49ers have stopped playing in, you know, after February 6th uh, with the trophy in their hand. That's right. And uh, yeah, no, we will do all this. But yeah, do bear with us over this Christmas and New Year's period. Uh, things that might be a bit late. And we do apologize uh, if you don't get your morning dog walk podcast on time. We, we do try really hard. Uh, until then, thank you, Paul. Uh, thank you for listening, everybody. Like, subscribe, follow us. Give us some comments on Facebook, on Discord. Tell us all about how good it was or how bad it was. I look forward to Sunday. Stay safe and go Niners. Bang, bang, Niner gang. Like Joe Montana in the corner, deep Clark. Garrison Hurst, Stiff Farm going 99. Don't get it twisted. One and all with prime time. John Taylor, Jerry Rice down the sideline. NDB, greatest owner of all time. Groovy, Walgreens, Bill Belichick. We're all students of Bill Walsh.